Blog Talk Radio.
Such a befitting song for this study in the Word. We are studying the Word of God systematically. This is Sunday in the Word, and we thank God for the Word of God having proper priority and place. He is our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank God for Sister Erica Lynn of Erica Lynn Music. I would encourage you to get her music. She's an outstanding, anointed woman of God, active in the music ministry for years now but also a major pillar in the body of Christ with a revelation of music and worship and praise. And so we thank God for that. Please bear with me with my voice tonight. I am enthusiastic to be here. Um, but my voice is a little challenged, but I'm going to press on anyway. Let's pray and get into the lesson. We have a one-parter today, and I want to reaffirm our reigning in Christ, reaffirm our reigning in Christ. Let's pray. Father, we praise you and thank you for this day. Lord, that this is the day that you have made me rejoice and I'm glad to be. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make bold and known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do linger depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and God to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberations of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has said to the church. And Father, in everything that shall be accomplished and revealed, you be glorified for it in the name of the Lord Jesus that we be praised and give your glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. The scripture says in Second Corinthians five seventeen it says, Wherefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and by all things are of God, who hath reconciled himself through to all things to himself through Christ. Goes on to say in Romans 6, 6, for, we, for this we know, that our old self was crucified with Christ, in order that we might be slave, um, that the slave of sin might be destroyed, so that we could no longer live in the slavery of sins. The scripture lets us know in First John five twelve and thirteen that he have, um, he he that hath the Son have life, and he that hath not the Son God have not life. Let us also know that we have been delivered out of the power of darkness in Colossians one thirteen, power of darkness, then translated into the kingdom of it, of His Son, the Son of His love, in whom we have our redemption and the remission of our sins. And we being freely justified, according to Romans 4.25 says, by his grace, though we see redemption in, that is in Christ Jesus, we understand that that deliverance has brought us out. And therefore, being justified, we on the ground of faith, we have been found uh, uh, to have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. He has delivered us out of the, our trespasses, and he has raised us up as being justified and declared um, us that we being justified on the ground of faith, we have found peace to God. Amen. So 
there's a work that is taking place within us. But we have to be be reaffirmed and we acknowledge our reigning in Christ because to live is Christ, the scripture tells us, and to die is gain. I'm reminded that the Lord has blessed us according to Ephesians 1, 3, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places uh, in Christ. And so it is that place and that place in Christ that affirms us, that makes us uh, are, are, are applicable, that makes us what we need to be in order to be successful in this in this world. But we have to take advantage of it. And that's why we have to know, according to First uh, John, First uh, John, four, four, the greater is He that's within us than He that's within the world. Why do I bring these scriptures out? Because we need to have confidence in what the Lord has done for us. It is it is that confidence that will that will empower us to go after what God has placed and ordained for us to achieve in this life. You know, the old saints got it all wrong because they were. They were all they were all set on resolving everything in heaven, but heaven is a holding space, ready for the and awaiting the great return of us on the earth. Glory to God! So we don't have to wait till the sweet by and by. We can have faith for the here and now to reign in this life by Jesus Christ. And how we're going to do that is what we're going to be talking about today. Romans 12, 3 says, according as God had dealt to each man the measure of faith, we we have, let, let's go there right quick. Let's go there and just kind of study that a little bit. I want you to understand that in order, the, what has to be a reality in your walking with, with the Lord, the, the old saying, the old scripture says, trust the Lord and forget not his benefits. We have to manifest the benefits that are applied to us as a result of us accepting our great salvations. But in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, says, for, the, for though I say, through the grace given unto me, that every man among you might to think of himself, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong passage. No, I'm in the right one. Not to every man, not to think. Sorry, let me read it again. But though I say, through the grace that is given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly as he ought to say, but think soberly according to as God has dealt. So our thinking here, here's the new, here's the new creation thought: that we're in Christ, we think like Christ. Of course, the resolve is that we have the mind of Christ. And, of course, it tells us in verse 2, no longer to conform to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you might prove what is good and acceptable unto God, the purpose of God. But here in this particular chapter, I want we read over it, but we don't see what it says. According as God has dealt to every man the measure of, of, of faith. Listen. He says, don't think more highly than you are, but through the grace of God given unto you, every man that is among you must think of soberly according to what God has dealt him. Did y'all see that? I wanted to point that out. 
because as we as we face the way God has dealt us, our reality changes and conforms into that reign with Christ. Okay, let's keep reading. For as many, as as we for we, as we have many members as one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one in one body in Christ, and every and every one member one of another, having the gifts different according to what that grace that is given us, whether it be prophesied, let us prophesy according to the portion of their faith or the ministry, let us wait on our ministry, and he that teaches on teaching, and he that exhorteth on exhortion, and he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity, and he that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy, with cheerful, let love be without disillumination. All of that which is evil, cling to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another and brotherly love. In honor and preferring one another, not sloth one business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in the hope, patient in tribulations, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of the saints, giving hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless them which curse you not, rejoice for them that do Rejoice and weep with them that we be of the same mind, one toward one another. Mind not high things, but condescend with men of low estate. Be not wise in thy own conceits. Recompense not that um, no man for evil for evil, but pro- provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give us. Uh, Give place, but rather give place unto wrath. What is written, visit his mind, and I will repay, said the Lord. Therefore, if, any, if thine enemy hunger, feed it. If he thirst, give him drinks. For in doing so, thou shalt help but heat the coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So that's a, that's a good chapter to read when it comes to really our mind shift that takes place. So what what are some of the things that take place in our re- reaffirming the reality um, that we have in Christ and our identity and our reign with Christ? One, what happens is we, we reaffirm it by, by constantly reviewing the power of renewal. By constantly reviewing the power of renewal. What do I mean by that? When we look into the perfect law of liberty, the word of God, and we see what we're supposed to be and who God really is, we will we will see what happens in verse three take place in our life. We don't think highly of ourselves, but when we do think we think soberly according as God hath dealt. In other words, we know what it took. We review what it took for God to do within us, to get us to a place where we can be accepted and beloved in him. Because a lot of people are not reigning in Christ. Amen? And so we want to affirm that. And that's why I read some of these scriptures, because in, in knowing that God has worked within us and He's done so so much to 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 allow us to achieve this 
if we don't take advantage of it, we will miss out. So we review the renewal factor of our life. What are we renewed in? We're renewed in our mind, according to Romans 12, 2. We're renewed in the inward man, according to 2 Corinthians 4, 16. We are renewed in the knowledge of Christ, Colossians 3, 2. We are renewed in the Holy Ghost, Titus 3, 5. And we are renewed in the spirit of our mind, Ephesians 4, 23. The scripture says, says that Jesus is said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. See, we know that when we come to Jesus, we, we have access to God. And that access and that approach toward God transforms us through renewing our mind, through renewing our inward man, through renewing the knowledge and the Holy Ghost and the spirit that is of our mind. Amen? Now, the scripture also says, in him was the light, and the life was the light of men. Right? And, and I love that because we know that as we, we, we look on that light to, to let that light shine, what is the light? It is the power that has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. Now, when we do that, our whole identity changes. See, we know that in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, it says, Except one be born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. But whosoever is born of God overcomes the world, like First John 5, 4. And then for, the, the, for in the spirit were all things immersed in the one body, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. And we are of, little, uh, we are of God as children of God, according to First John 4, yeah, 4, 4. Amen. So there's, there's, there's scriptures to remind us uh, that we have a reality, you know. And we know that if we believe the love which God has in our case, God is love. And he that abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. So we know that when we love God also, that that this, this rain factor comes into full effect because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, we know that the renewal factor takes place. There's also a roadmap that that takes place in our lives that I want to kind of conclude with in tonight's teaching. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Amen. Romans chapter 8. And these are just some scriptures to to reaffirm. Um, in the coming in the coming teachings, we're going to go into some very unique directions. Um, as you know, we've been studying on the overcoming way, and in that, we've been focusing on developing a new complex of thought. Have been dead to our sin and dead to the world, then we should reign in this life by Jesus Christ. Let's go to that right quick. Let's go to Romans 5, 17. All right. Now hear you, Holy Spirit. For listen, for if by one man of the fifth death reign by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one. 
Jesus Christ. Therefore, as, as by one offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by one by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, but so by one man's obedience of one shall be many, shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered in for the offense that offense might abound, but where sin abound, grace did much more abound. That, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto the life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, that really defines our message. Now, how do we bring that to life? We renew our mind. Right. We be renewed in the inward man, our spirit. We renewed in the knowledge of Christ, which is our soul, which affects our soul. We renewed by the Holy Ghost, right? And we renewed in the spirit of our mind, which is all those things working in harmony and concert. So listen, I I always say this, but I think it's great to to uh to reemphasize this. Two things that happen when you see that your life doesn't match what has been declared in the scriptures. Number one, you review what you have been taught about what it means to reign in Christ. And then you reflect on the image that you carry and resolve to submit to the Holy Spirit. That's your three things. You review what you've been taught, you reflect on the image that you carry, and you resolve to be submitted to the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that will translate you to that light. So, listen, sin entered the world by one man's offense, and that death passed unto all men, reigned from Adam to Moses, and even them that had not sinned after the same issues that Adam's that Adam produced. So Christ came the same way with uh, another layer that we must learn to embrace. And this is where the reality of our righteousness really takes place. And we're going to go into chapter 6 of this, and then we'll flow into chapter 8 as our conclusion. <laughs> not only was, must we review reflect, and resolve to be spirit-led. That affirms us, right? And not only must we be renewed in the spirit of our mind, that awakens us. What we have to, to allow now is the Holy Spirit to translate us into righteousness or be released into the realm of righteousness. Now, that changes us. So you can be affirmed, you can be awakened, but you have to be altered. And the only thing that can alter you is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What shall we say then, verse chapter 6 of Romans? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know you not that, it's so, that so many of us are baptized, were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. <laughs> that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also 
in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body might body of sin might be destroyed, that we henceforth should not serve sin. From he for he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also be alive with him or live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies, that ye should obey the lust thereof. Neither yield your members unto, as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God, for sin shall not have dominion over you. So the key of of, of really exemplifying and altering your life and experiencing the reality of your reign with Christ is for you to be renewed in your mind, for you to, uh, what do we say, for you to... Um, I had it right there, Lord. I went on to the next the next page. For you to reflect, right? Or or there, there we go. Review what you've been taught, to reflect on the image that you carry, and then to resolve to be submitted to the spirit, and then allow the spirit to take full effect through righteousness. Right? Now righteousness is key to your reigns in life. The righteousness of God is a direct reflection of you being justified. We achieve righteousness by faith in Jesus Christ, Philippians 3.9. Let's go there. Amen. Sometimes, you know, when we're, we're reviewing the reality of our reign with Christ, we know that the renewal of the mind is a key factor, but we also know that the righteousness of God is what we we have been altered to. And be found in him, not having your own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness which is of faith, but but rather, which is of the law. But Let me read that again. And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which through the faith of God, the righteousness which is of faith by him, that I might know him. See, remember, righteousness here is, is awakened through faith, right? The righteousness which is of God. Right? And of course, what did we say back in in um Romans twelve? We showed you in the scripture that when you when you allow God to take place to transform you by the renewal of your mind that you might prove what is that good and perfect will of God, it lets you know that you change your thinking from you doing it to God enabling you. Okay? That's what it says in verse three. Let's go back to Romans twelve, verse three real quick. It says So through the grace, that's God's favor, given unto you, to every man that that is among you, don't think of himself more highly as he ought to say, but think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man. So that means you think according to what God has given you to every man, which is the measure of faith. 
that in Philippians that says that this faith then is what conforms us to righteousness. Being found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of of God by faith. So this is the same trust and reliance that we have on God to help us. This is what causes us to press toward the mark of the prize of the higher calling. And and being being perfect. That's why it says in verse fifteen it says, And let us therefore as many be perfect which means mature. Be thus minded. Keep this in our mind. Right? God will reveal it unto us. Nevertheless, be aware until we have already attained. Let us walk by the same rule and let us mind the same thing. How do we do that? Focus on God. And that's what righteousness tells us. In ourselves, we can do nothing. But in God, we can exist in the righteous or, or being right before him. So the righteousness of God is a direct reflection of being justified. Um, and, of, of course, let's go to Romans 3.21 in our last few minutes. I know I'm giving a lot, but praise the Lord. I only have one time to get this through, and then we have new series and stuff that are coming up. But I wanted us to reaffirm the reality of our reigning in Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law of the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith unto all unto all and upon all that believe, for there is no difference. For all of sin that comes short of the glory of God, of being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set for um forth to be appropriation pro, for sin or propitiation through faith in the blood in his blood to declare the righteousness and the remission of the sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So what he's saying is God has stepped in and through Jesus Christ has translated us through the righteousness to make us righteous before God. Now this is how we define righteousness and that's what I'm doing. So it says verse twenty five whom God has set forth to be appropriation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sin that are passed through the forbearance of God to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. So all we have to do is believe in Jesus. Whereas boasting then is it exclusive by the law of, or worse nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that man is justified by faith Without the deeds of the law, is he God or Jews? Is he God of the Jews only? He is not. Also of the of the Gentiles, yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God, which shall justify the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision by faith. Amen. So, so he and them, the law of faith is a result of Christ's redemptive work that legally entitled us to his righteousness because of his sacrifice. Christ provides righteousness and right standing with God. God has a covenant with Christ not to remember our sin because of the work that he achieved at Calvary. Aren't we glad about that? Now let's go to First John 17, 9. Oh, Lord, I thought I was going to go one way. 
and he always comes up in your lover. But it's all right. We'll make sense of it after a while. Glory to God. Amen. This is what you do when when you're trusting in the Lord. Amen. Now, it says, but if we walk in the light and see it in the light, and we go back to that light again, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. The blood of Jesus Christ, has, um, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we know that in, in this now, God's covenant with Christ is not to remember our sins because of his redemptive work. And through that redemptive work, we we resolve our sin epidemic, right? Now, righteousness gives you the voice of confidence to approach God. And, and, and the reason why we have the voice of confidence is redemption by the blood is the covenant sacrifice given to serve as a perpetual cleansing from sin. Now, in in Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one, we are made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, which means we are released from sin in its nature. We are raised to the awareness of the advantages that we have through redemption, and we re- and we know that we are rewarded for faithfully existing in Godliness. So righteousness is a gift that is granted to us by by God to honor Christ's sacrifice and His resurrection. And it is our hearts that we believe to this righteousness that creates this confidence in our walk with God, our courage to make a difference, and our cleansing to the conscience and our character, which to godliness, and then ultimately connecting us to this reality that we have by, in Christ Jesus. So Christ has cleansed us from all unrighteousness that we might be made of righteousness of God in him. Christ opposes self-righteousness, and he raises us up to reign with him so that we can experience our new nature, our new birth, our new baptisms, receive new beliefs, our new burdens, and also our new boldness. Amen? Amen and amen again. What do we need to resolve in order to, to really experience this that I've been talking about. In Romans chapter 8, amen. Oh, I can I can keep this right quick. Romans chapter 8. In Romans chapter 8, it lets us know this, that there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not unto the flesh but after the spirit. Remember what I said? I said that we have to renew our mind. We have to uh, embrace all the reality of our righteousness. But we have to receive that by the Holy Spirit. And that's what it talks about. Walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. What the law cannot do, what the law for what for the law and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made us free from the law of sin and death. For that, what the law could not do is that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh of the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. 
who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's why we resort to the Holy Spirit. For they which are after the flesh do not the things of the flesh, but they which are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, so they are. Uh, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. But I want to leave you with is our resolve is us allowing the Spirit of God to truly translate how we think, how we tread our life's courses, and how we trust God. And, and, and ultimately, the closer and the more profound we give precedence and, and, and preeminence to the Spirit of God altering us and allowing our mind to be transformed and reflecting on, on the righteousness of God and resolving to be submitted to the Holy Spirit, the better we will be in this reigning in life. The natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither can he know because they're spiritually designed. But when we have the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, from what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, and the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And, and it goes on and says, listen. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be, so they which are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye that are not in the flesh but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not here. But if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwelleth in you. And then it, it produces, it produces a relationship that brings forth exploits and it causes us to reign. And of course you know five seventeen, which we already read in Romans. It says we reign it says, look, for by one man's offense, that's reigned by one, much more. They which receive the abundance of grace, receive that abundance of grace in the name of Jesus. The gift of righteousness, receive it now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, so that you can reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. And if you do receive that, your life will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. A whole lot more I wish I could say, but I think that's enough to stir your souls to action, amen. We have new teaching coming forth in the very, 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 very near future, a very new in-depth study that I'm going to teach you. I think it's going to be one of the best ones this, uh, uh, this, uh, this teaching platform has ever produced. We have new posts that are coming on, and we got new things taking place, and we do appreciate you. I trust that whatever you set your hands to do, you will do, because greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. This is the bond wheel. Thank you for listening to the broadcast tonight. God bless you and good night.